Welcome to Evolve to Succeed, the podcast that brings together entrepreneurs, founders, business leaders, and experts to talk about their journeys and explore the link between personal and business success. I'm your host, Juan Munson, founder of Evolve, a coaching, training, and development company focused on enabling business and personal success and creating a community of like-minded individuals. Whether that be through our peer groups, one-to-one coaching, our training and development programs for you and your teams, or through our content and events, our mission is to get the best out of each individual and inspire them to be better both in life and in business. If you want to learn more about Evolve, including our beautiful co-working space in Ashley Cross in Paul, then please go to evolvemembers.com, where you'll find great content, insights, details of all of our services, and also information on our forthcoming events. For now though, let's get on with the show. Welcome to this week's episode. Today I'm talking to Kelly and Laura, founders and directors of Solar Buddies, a child-friendly sunscreen applicator. Kelly and Laura's story began in 2011 whilst discussing issues they were both encountering along with other fellow parents about how their children could apply sunscreen safely and effectively whilst not in their care. Fast forward 12 years and their award-winning product was featured on TV screens around the world, including on Dragon's Den. And they now operate out of two premises with a rapidly growing team. Our lively conversation covers everything from Kelly and Nora's pitch on Dragon's Den, navigating disagreements between themselves, what they've learnt about starting a successful business with no business backgrounds before then, and nurturing their team and the work environment, and also juggling work with motherhood. Please do enjoy this fantastic conversation. Welcome, Kelly. Welcome, Laura. Welcome to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. Hi, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's great to have you on the podcast. Really want to talk to you all about your business, Solar Buddies, the journey you've been on since 2014, including an appearance on Dragon's Den, how you've developed the product and all of those kind of things. But for our listeners, we should probably kick off straight away with just, you know, tell our listeners about the product, Solar Buddies. So Solar Buddies is a child-friendly sunscreen applicator. We always say child-friendly, but we've actually figured out that it's for any age, really. We've got a lot of customers of all different ages. Um, yeah, it's a sunscreen applicator that you can fill with um, whatever sunscreen you prefer to use. Um, because obviously people have got different skin types and stuff, so we wanted to make it a very universal product. Um, it's got a little sponge rollable partnership that releases the um, that releases the lotion, and then the sponge helps rub it in. Yeah, perfect. And if people want to see the product, where can they go? What's the website address? Uh, the website address is www.sunbuddies.co.uk. Um, they can get it on our website. They can find it at Amazon. They can find it at Boots online as well now, or in some of the Boots um, shops in the airports. Um, and yeah, Jojo Mama Baby as well. It's, yes. uh, it's there too. Brilliant. And it is a great product, you know, doing the research to have you on as a guest and looking at it, I, I was kind of, like you say, you say it's for children, but actually the kind of trying to put sunscreen on your skin <laughs> is, is, you know, is one of those things where we all get caked in it, isn't it? But I can see the benefit in the product, absolutely. And you did start this journey in 2014. I think that was the right year. Um, what made you start the business? How did the business come about? So, uh, we, well, we actually started um, back in 2011. 
um, which was when our, um, you know, our youngest were probably six and eleven months old, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, and again, it started because uh, I had an issue in the um, school with two of my kids. Um, they decided to sort of apply this sunscreen and it was a little bit of carnage and the teacher called us in and said, oh, you should have seen the state of your kids. It was over the uniform. They have to take them into the toilet to try and get them all washed up. And, and then basically she was saying, you know, we can't help them. So hence the older child was coming in to help the younger one. Um, and yeah, it, it just got us talking, you know, because um, my other child and Laura's other child was actually in nursery together. And it just got us chatting about, you know, gosh, it should be so much easier for them to do something so simple. Um, but it's not. And the conventional bottles that were actually out there um, didn't help. So, you know, giving a five-year-old a squeeze bottle or a spray bottle is, is, is never good. It's never good. So we just thought, you know, is there a way of us being able to find something? It wasn't actually to invent anything at the time. It was more, can we find something that would help? And there actually wasn't. Um, anything? Yeah. No, there wasn't anything It wasn't even rollable, roll-on sunscreens at that point. Because we probably wouldn't have done it if there was. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> and at what yeah. point do you go through that kind of initial kind of, there's a challenge here, there's an issue, there's something that could be overcome. Is there a product out there? You go on that journey, you can't find that product. And but that's still a big, bold move to go from yeah. the problem, the issue, to designing a product that will provide a solution. I mean, how did that journey take place? Well, it's, it's quite a funny one, actually, because we did, we sat there, we did the research on Google to see if there was anything about, and Kelly looked me square in the eye and said, well, why don't we try and make something? And I laughed. <laughs> and then I very, very, very quickly realised she was being deadly serious. And I, and I said, well, hey, why, why, why can't we try? Um, so it was, it was. Um, I think it was. We were both very. We were both ready to do yeah. something yeah. different. Um, we were both at that point where we needed our brains to start working again outside of changing nappies and making yeah. milk and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so we were both in the same place, I think, at the same time. And and when Kelly said it, I thought, well, she's right. Why can't we? You know, we 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 might not have any design background, but we're not daft. We can certainly no. give it a go. Certainly didn't expect to be sat here <laughs> all those years later. But yeah, it's been a very exciting journey. And. Where is the business today? You know, we'll talk a bit more about the journey, I'm sure, during the course of our conversation. But where is the business today? You know, how many staff? You know, how, what, what size has it grown to? Where have you got to in this journey? We've asked that question and my breath has been taken away instantly. It's, um, it's grown massively um, over the last probably three months, four months. We've now got 10 members of staff um, with the chance of probably recruiting more over the coming weeks because we just can't keep up with the demand. Um, we've got two premises. We, we're hoping now to move into bigger premises because they, they're not big enough for us. Um, and yeah, we're having a lot more shipments being delivered per year than we ever anticipated. So I don't know if you want to add anything to that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I think it's, you know, just obviously since 
Dragon's Den as well. Um, it's scaled, you know, a little bit more, more because of the exposure and people just seeing, you know, the brand out there. And you know, it's always it's it's been exactly what we've wanted. Um, you know, we've always sort of just been teetering up that hill and just trying to get to the top, and we've almost like got over the top and got flung into space. <laughs> You know, I feel like it literally has skyrocketed <laughs> and it sort of like pinballed me and Laura along the way. <laughs> That's a really good way of looking. I've never thought of it like that before, but yes, we have been thrown into a completely different stratosphere, I think, one that we never ever anticipated, but yeah, it's fun. Brilliant, fantastic. And do you think the biggest challenge you've had has been that that design and the concept and you know getting to the point where you had a product, or has it been this? educating the market that the product exists is it has it been a marketing challenge or a product challenge do you think i, I gotta be honest i wouldn't say either I, um well, i might disagree a little bit aren't they? <laughs> yeah, man. i no, i think it was a product challenge to begin with because we had the um you know the issue of how we wanted that to look and you know what's what was the best suit for it you know with the whole sponge and rollable partnership and then how things evolved with um the production of that you know you know we've gone through lots of changes in respect to you know just how the sponge is bonded and things like that and then marketing yeah it's actually it's, it's you know trying to show people a new way of doing something that you know they may never have actually thought i think we've all you've all had that pain point of you know you sat on the beach and you've got a handful of yeah. sun cream and then it's full of sand and then you're all, you're literally just sat there thinking what a mess you know and yeah. then you've got to go and find a tap or get some wet wipes or something so um it has it literally been all about sort of trying to re you know look at a conventional way of doing something and giving someone an alternative and then explaining to them why the alternative actually is beneficial to them and um, they may not they don't have to use it um, you know, like I said, Laura said a million times, you can use what God gave you. You know, that's what your hands are there for. But sometimes, some people just need a little bit of something yeah. different due to circumstances. You know, and I think that's what it is with the benefits of the product. There's a lot of different circumstances that people have when it comes to, um, you know, their skin type or their um, conditions, you know, sensory issues, disabilities. There's been lots of um, things that the product has helped with. So, you know, they're, they're all new areas for us to look at when it comes to marketing as well. We get new ideas every single day where people are saying, you know, how much it's helped them because of, you know, so, yeah. I think and it's both, both of them. Yeah, clearly I didn't let any of that bother me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great dynamic I can see already between you. <laughs> um, and... The product that you would see today, which is a great looking product, you know, it's economic, you know, you can see how it works. I mean, how does the product that look, that we would see today compare to that very initial product? Is it very similar? Have you had to go through lots of design changes? Has that been a challenge or something you've just enjoyed, you know, rolling your sleeves up and get involved in? Yeah, so the, the, the very first one that was made looked like a little bit of an old-school doorknob, didn't it? Um, it still had the same concept with the sponge and the rollerball. It was just the vessel was very, very different. And I actually liked it. And I look back now and I think, what was I thinking? It's awful. It looks awful. <laughs> um, but that very quickly changed because we saw, what, we saw it and we knew it was very close to what we wanted it to look like. 
just not quite there and then we just made a few more tweaks but believe it or not from the initial printout 3d printout of the final design to today not anything visual has actually changed on it wow. so there's been little tweaks that have been made so we've had um like indents put into the lid so that the cap clips on so it's nothing that with the naked eye unless you knew they'd been changed yeah um you wouldn't know they'd been changed if that makes sense so we've, we've kept it quite simple um and version one still looks like version one but it's actually version five <laughs> okay so there's been tweaks along the way and just design improvements yeah. and product improvements i suppose and we should probably talk about we should definitely talk about that sort of appearance and dragon's den how did that come about uh so we always said we was never going to do that show it scared the living daylights out of us um, you know it, it would, would always be too. one of those it like petrifying me. <laughs> <laughs> um and we we said for years it's been um that you know gosh it would be great to do it but never do it never put ourselves through that um i don't think we was in the right place to even you know be brave enough to to do that at the time um, and then it got to last, I'm saying last year now, it was last year, wasn't it? Gosh, it was last, last, yeah, yeah so last, March 2022. Yeah, it got to last year and we just thought, do you know what, if we're going to do this and we want to, um, you know, like I said, we're just teetering up that hill and just wanted to just give it a little push, why not just try this? Um, they'd reached out to us before and we was like, no, we don't want to do it. And then we decided, let's just do this. Not for the life of us that we thought that they were going to accept the application within, you know, the short space of time that they did and, you know, and get us there within a very short space of time. So I don't think we sort of, I think we probably had about four weeks or five I weeks. it was less than that. Was that four weeks? Wow. Um, saying, yes, we want you on. Yes, learn your pitch and yes, get in. <laughs> and we were just like, what? Wow. So, yeah, I mean, maybe the best way, because I suppose if we sat on that stewing on it, um, I don't know whether it would have gone as well as it did, um, you know, but... it would have, it would have. Yeah, no, I just meant the longer you had to, you know, do the um, pitch, you know, where we was, like... Uh, it just yeah, means that you would have... just going over and over and yeah, over and over it. just it. means you would have had another 50 videos of us doing our pitch if you had longer. <laughs> More rehearsals instead off, of the 400 we've got at the moment <laughs> and i mean that must have just felt like a complete whirlwind i suppose there's two things there isn't it i suppose there's an example there for all of us in business that sometimes you just got to step out of your comfort zone and do the things that you don't you know don't find natural don't find intuitive and great things can happen if you do but you've got to be bold enough to make that step but that whirlwind must have been just like it must have just been all consuming for that four week period yeah, it was. I, I, I'm sure you probably um, agree. It was, I think, the good thing about it happening so quickly was, like Kelly said, you didn't have time to stew on it. Mm. You knew you had to get all your documentation in order, write your pitch, learn your pitch, sleep knowing your pitch. It, it was that I was literally going to bed and saying my pitch to help me get to sleep. <laughs> um, it was a whirlwind, and I think when we got up there the night before, um, to film, it was a bit of a pinch-us moment, you know, it was like, oh my God, what are, we, what, what are we walking into? I'm so proud of us for getting this far. You know, even if we come out with nothing, um, I think we're, we should be proud of ourselves for putting ourselves through it. Yeah. Um, we, it was the fear of the unknown, 
but I think we were very lucky. We went in armed with everything they knew they were going to ask about, which I think is what you need to do. I think you're daft if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and you're walking into a den of terror, you know, if you go in there without the, the things they're going to ask you. And, and I think we were extremely lucky um, that all the information we did have is what they wanted and they were they were happy with it. So, yeah, I think we did all right. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And But you do think the biggest benefit of being on Dragon's Den, I think you referred to this earlier, has been the profile increase and that's led to this demand during this summer season? Yeah, I, it definitely is. Um, it's pushed us with um, a lot more like the retail side of things um, and distributors. So, you know, we're getting a lot more inquiries further across the, the waters now where, you know, we didn't really have as much of that. But, you know, we was already doing so well in the US um, off the back of um, influencers and TikToks. And, okay. um it's almost just give that another nudge in a, you know, in a massive direction again. So, you know, it's just been like an extra sort of like times 10. It was already feeling like we was at the times 10 and, you know, it's, it's gone past that again. So yeah, it's just been, it has been great all around, you know, and, and the dragons are very supportive, you know, and they, they, whenever we need them, um, on an email, phone call so you know that's really good as well so that perception that maybe after the show it's quite hands-off isn't the case they are there and they are supportive yeah for us they are yeah yeah and i i I think we've done this um with like little posts that we've put out as well to tell people that a lot of a lot of people that watch the show and i'm probably one of them would like to see follow-up shows so you invested in this company what happened you know where did it go did did the investment go through because in some instances it doesn't actually Mm. go through so a lot of people were asking did the investment go through yes it did and and are they helping yes they very much are um i feel very fortunate that we're able to just pick up the phone and or drop somebody an email and 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 they get back to us straight away with their input Mm. yeah you know they, they can either say yes or no don't do it give it a go but they're there um and again, we didn't know that that was going to be the case mm. when we did it, because again, you don't usually hear stories of an aftermath yeah. of when someone's had an investment. But well, they're yeah. definitely missing a trick on that, aren't they? They <laughs> are. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's a show I would like. It to is. Watch. I think that would be a brilliant show. show. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I really do think mm. they're missing something. <clears throat> they should definitely launch something that you know, five years on or two years on or something. Um, this is what happens because there's so many success stories from them mm, definitely. and I think it would probably give people maybe more of an incentive to go on the show <laughs> yeah. if, if they could see the the outcome that you know the, the aftermath of it all and what happens afterwards um, yeah they're definitely not just there for the purposes of the show they are definitely involved very much so fantastic and on this whole journey obviously you started I assume you still are. You have started this as very close friends. Um, you know, uh, you know. You talk about that. That's how the business started. You know, picking up the kids from nursery, talking about it. How have you kind of kept that friendship going during the course of starting a business? Because that must have had. There must be moments and trials and tribulations, as there are in any relationship. But it must also bring a great strength to the business that you've got that kind of friendship that bond what what lessons would you share 
Yeah, no, I don't think it's been hard. And I think because we work so well together anyway, we we just almost just get on with it. And, you know, we're, you know, we haven't got egos the size of, you know, the stratosphere. We <laughs> and, you know, we resolve things very easily and quickly. You know, we're nice, you know, mature ladies that can have a conversation with each other about anything, you know. And, you know, I, I think that's what's worked well. We don't fight. We never, you know, we don't have anything like that. We, we might have a few disagreements on, you know, maybe certain things, but that's not disagreements that we're sitting there, you know, thinking we've had an argument or anything no. like that. It's never been like that. We just, we both just know what we're going to do and we get on with it. And, you know, it works well for both of us. And plus we have a really good bloody laugh in work. So <laughs> I remember actually, I remember um, a story back, oh, it must have been about three years ago when we were in our very first premises. Somebody came in to, to meet with us. They were, I can't remember where they were from, it's irrelevant. And we had a difference of an opinion <clears throat> of something. <clears throat> and I said, no, I'm sorry, Cal, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I'm, I'm going to be firmly standing my ground. I don't want to do it. And Kelly said, well, put a case across. And I said, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to do it. And she was like, okay. And this woman's face, she was sat open mouthed and she said, I've never seen anything like that before. I was like, like what? She said, usually I see people slamming their mugs down, walking out the office, <laughs> slamming the door. I was like, we haven't got time for that, and I don't want to move out of my seat. <laughs> quite I can't be bothered. We don't, you know, it, we we don't. Um, we're, we're we're both very passionate about the business, mm. and and of course, for us to sit there and say that we agree on everything <clears> would be a complete outright lie. But when we don't disagree on something, like Kelly said, we are capable of sitting and having a conversation. Um, even if that's a case of leaving it an hour and then having the conversation, it, we never leave work um, not having the conversation and ironing out what it is what it is you need to do. And I think that's the way that people need to be. They need to be able to be vocal and comfortable with each other to be vocal if there's something that's bothering them. Because if they're not, it just it, it can spiral out of control, and, and it can, you don't want that it. to happen. And that constructive debate is really important. But also, I think. Uh, Kelly, you mentioned it, it's about leaving the ego behind, isn't it? It's easy in business to let the ego get in the way. And actually, particularly in a business partnership, it's about actually understanding each other, respecting each other and and, and yeah, leaving the ego behind. So I, if you were to have you know two friends, you know, that were thinking of starting a business in front of you, what is there any hints and tips? Don't do it. Do? No, I'm joking. Don't do it. <laughs> It's a disaster. <laughs> it's not a thing. No joking. Yeah. Well, we were we were actually told. Um, so so the, the the story goes, we only knew each other for three weeks before we started this. So we hadn't been long life friends. Yeah. Okay. We'd only we'd only known each other for three weeks, and um, we'd spent every day with each other near enough for those three weeks, mind. So we were practically married. Um, but yeah, we we weren't long life friends like some people assume. Um, but when we started it, we were told by so many people. Don't go into partnership with each other. You'll end up not being friends. I'll give it a you. It's a failure. You know, it's a recipe for disaster. And I was like, no, we're going to prove these people wrong. Let's prove them wrong. And and I think that, that that's what I probably say is, you know, have that type of relationship where you can be open with each other. If, so, if they're annoying you, you've got to tell them. Kelly tells me every day, but I don't take offence to it. <laughs> I just laugh it off. She doesn't. She doesn't. But I think never let somebody tell you you can't do it because I think that's just daft. And funnily, the majority of the people that did say it were men. And I believe that's because they probably did let their egos get in the way. Yeah. 
Just just some eyes in there. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And anything to add to that, Kelly? Uh, No, I think, um, you know, I think she's right. I just, I don't see, you know, I think if, you know, everyone should have a go at trying it, you know, I'd say always do your your market research of whatever, you know, you want to do. Don't, you know, don't go brassic yourself and sell your house and all the rest of it just to start something that might not work you know there's a lot of background that can go into this but you know never say never you know there's always there's always a way around something and you know who would have thought that you know we would have been sat in Laura's dining room thinking up of ways of how to make her a bottle to put sunscreen in do you know what I mean there's do you know what? Women come up with some amazing, amazing gadgets, absolute amazing gadgets. And that's because it's, you know, they know the things that make their life just a little bit easier. So, you know, have a go at it because there's some weird and wonderful things out there yet to still be discovered oh, and made. Yeah. I agree. Totally, totally agree. And especially as the world is changing and the way people live is changing, mm. some of the products that are going to change people's lives have probably not even been... The person that's going to invent it is probably a baby right now. Yeah, <laughs> but it's probably a woman. It's probably a woman. <laughs> <laughs> There's always space for innovation, isn't there, in whatever you do. Yeah. And, th- yeah. and that's the thing, and I think that, that's, that's part of your story. And what have you learned about, I suppose, talking to you as individuals now, what have you learned about yourselves during the course of this kind of roller coaster, this journey? You know, from you know, concepts to building the product through to... You know, building the business, the appearance of on Dragon's Den and everything that's since. You know, what are the things that you've learned about yourselves? Personally, I, I'd say right up until the whole Dragon's Den thing, I was just plodding along being usual me. But I think since then, I, uh, I've learned that I don't deal with stress very well. Okay. <laughs> I really don't, and, and, and that's something that I've, um, you know, held my hands up to and said, that's fine. I think I've been so used to the just riding the wave over the you know the last yeah. however eight nine years and then all of a sudden it like kelly said we get thrown into this different universe that i really wasn't expecting so quickly um i found that quite difficult but but again not in a way that it's made me um regret anything i don't regret anything at all it's just trying to get my head around, well, you've always wanted it, and I was expecting it in like a year. <laughs> and it happened in like two weeks. <laughs> but I'm okay now, I'm past that. I've, I've sort of, you know, had I had a conversation with Kelly about it. Um, and yeah, I think this, again, this is where it comes to, if you've got problems, you need to air them because people are not, they're not mind readers. They don't. They don't know what's going on. Mm. Um, and I'm very thankful that I've got that relationship with Kelly that I can say to her, I "Wasn't expecting this, Cal. What, what, what do I do?" Um, but up until then, I was absolutely fine. But that's what I've learned about myself. Is I, I don't okay. deal very well with stress. I don't okay. think anyway. Kelly might disagree, but I don't think she will. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just as bad. I am just as bad. I think for me, it's just. Um, I think I'm probably a little bit in awe of maybe, you know, both of us, the, you know, what we've managed to achieve and learn, you know, we, we didn't have any sort of business background. We didn't have, you know, we've got no MBAs and stuff like that. You know, we literally don't have, um, we've never started a business like this and we've learned along the way. And I think what's been great about it is just knowing that 
you know, we've pretty much taught ourselves all of this all the way through and it just shows just what people are really capable of doing um, and learning. So, you know, you might come out of school with absolutely zero GCSEs, but that doesn't mean you're not capable of absolutely anything, you know. So, you know, I'm, I think that's what I probably love the most is that we've learned this, you know, along the way, you know, and I, I love that it's all been very self-taught. We've had really great inspiration from a lot of people, lots of great advice. Um, yeah, and we're still learning now. I mean, gosh, I can come in on some days and just think, I have no idea what that means or what I'm going to do about that. <laughs> Whereas nothing that good old Google don't solve or somebody that we know can help. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that we're very, very fortunate about is um, we've had a lot of people around us from the very, very beginning um, that have wanted to help us and have wanted to guide us and have always said, if you need me, you know, if, if there's any questions, pick up the phone and ask. But but on the flip side to that, we've never been afraid to ask those questions. Mm. Um, again, going back to ego, we've never let that get in our way. If we don't know something and we know we've got to ask, we'll ask. It doesn't make a difference to us. You don't know everything. Um, you know, there were simple things like when we started using a freight forwarder, we didn't know what FOB meant or X works and stuff. So we're, we're Googling it. And then, oh, we're ringing up the freight forwarder and going, I'm so sorry, a commercial invoice. I didn't have a clue what a commercial invoice was five years ago. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry you're going to have to tell me what this is because I have no idea. And I think that's one of the, the fundamental things that have helped us so much with other people is they can see that we're sincere mm, um, when we're asking people. for the help and they, they don't mind then giving it to you. And, and, and no one has yet to say don't ring back so hopefully <laughs> you know we're not annoying them <laughs> some great lessons in there from both of you is that actually you know understanding yourself understanding how you learn and cope with stress and pressure is, is something that's really important isn't it because of you know yeah. you you can't go on this journey without experiencing some of that stress and pressure so you've got to learn about how you react to it and how you can overcome it but you know that kind of never being scared to ask the silly question or never been scared to ask for help and having that I, you know I think um, having that growth mindset as well which is what I described what both of you have talked about in the last few minutes is that that ability to think well we don't know it today but we can know it tomorrow and, you know yeah, mm -hmm. the business is here today and we need to develop ourselves it, by doing x y and z to be able to run the business in a year's time and and, and going on that journey is for me has always been part of the fun of it isn't it it's that experience of the unknown and the experience of developing as an individual as the business grows and by the sounds of it you know you have fun along the way yes we do we do have a lot of fun along that i'm just i'm just going back actually to a memory you might not remember this but i remember it vividly when we were in our first unit um, on a friday i put youtube on and we sing hymns from when we were in assembly in school oh my god Can yeah, you remember? I <laughs> <laughs> it used to just bring a smile to my face. I'd chuck on YouTube with the old school hymns that we used to sing in the hall on in school. And we'd sit at our desks and sing them. I think we should start this again. It brought great light to my life. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the the LinkedIn post or the Instagram post this Friday when you start your hymns. Again. Well, yeah, we'll get all our staff singing uh, Give Me Joy or Oil in My Lamp. Or he's got the whole world in his hands. We'll find something. <laughs> and... Do you think that's going to be one of your challenges is, is as you grow the business, you know, you, you're talking about, you know, for a while, I assume the business was the two of you and slowly it's grown, but there's this exponential growth that's happening now. Is how do you keep that fun, that culture, 
but this, this great kind of vibe and approach to business that I'm hearing during our course of com this conversation. Do you think one of your challenges is how you nurture that and keep that? And have you had it, given that any thought? No, I don't think we have to nurture that because when we're the bosses, it'll always be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course you do. And I think I think you have to be mindful of um, everybody is different. And not everyone has the same sense of humour. Not everyone, you know, likes to have happy birthday sent to them. No poor uncle bless him. Oh, yeah. He was very embarrassed. It was his birthday the other day, and we all sang, and he was mortified. <laughs> so I, I think maybe now what what we need to start to do is take a step back and um, well, I did it last week, and maybe shadow the staff, watch them, especially the new people that come in that we don't know um, very well because they're not a relative or you know our friend or something. Um, but I think we're very relaxed bosses. I think we, I would like to have me as a boss. I'm going to put that out there. Is that, is that ego now getting in the way? <laughs> it's coming in. Slightly, slightly. But yeah, you, I think you've always got to nurture your um, the working environment because the minute you stop that, that's when it can start to go a little bit chaotic, I think. And I, I don't think I could deal with chaotic mm. right now. I think that's probably where we're at at the moment, actually, you know, if I'm being really truthful, because of the, you know, the way the growth has gone, it's almost like you just all need to just take a little breath because what was, you know, a normal um, working day for all of us has now changed into something um, very, very hectic and a lot more fast paced. And it's just basically having a little bit of a regroup to make sure that everybody's happy, everybody knows what they're doing, everybody's working well and how better we can achieve what we need to get out the door. Um, and I need to get my head around that first before I can even yeah. have that conversation with anyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's just that, I suppose it's just the next, you know, it's exciting, isn't it? So this is the next stage yeah. in the journey and it's having that uh, awareness. You've recently also set up a product consultancy arm of the business. How's that going? How did that come about? Or is that not quite the case? We've, no, we've, we've, we've had to put that on hold for the time being. <laughs> okay. um, it's we, a future thought. It is, yes. It's, it's all there. It's ready. It's set up. We've got everything we need. Um, but it is it is on hold right now because we, we haven't got time to breathe at the moment, let alone pass on any type of expertise. I don't want somebody seeing me in a chaotic state of mind going, it's, it's, you know, I'm all frantic. It's great, it's great doing it, but yeah, no, not at the moment, yeah, <laughs> not right definitely. now. Well, that, but that again, that's about setting priorities and focus, isn't it? And having focus on the things that are important right now. So as we start yeah. to wrap up the conversation, I do, I'm intrigued and I think it'll be helpful for, you know, mums and dads, but particularly mums, to just have a conversation about how you've gone on this journey with young children, how you've juggled, you know, developing such a successful business and gone on the journey you have while, you know, being mums, being parents. Um, and again, I suppose I'd ask any hints, tips, thoughts and observations on your journeys. Uh, I'd probably think that, you know, that's been one of the hardest parts you know your your mother's guilt that kicks in a million times a day because you haven't got home on time or tea's not on the table the nor you know the normal time and you know the kids have um you know our kids are a, a lot older now than you know when we first started this but it was always juggling um our workload 
taking the workload home so we're home with the kids as well you know making sure that we're taking especially when they're on half terms or summer term especially because that's our most manic time <laughs> as well it's juggling those you know um precious time that you've got with the kids to be able to take them out on day trips and do all the normal things but yet still you know you're snowed under with you know with work so it still is a massive juggling it still um, is yeah to this day for us you know we you know and as the kids have got older they've all you know they all have different problems that you know life checks you know at you as well so you've got to deal with all of the emotional side of coping with a family and you know you know right the emotional, the yeah. <laughs> the emotional side of coping with a business that's growing yeah so <laughs> and you know, the thing is they, they, they're all our babies aren't they that's mm. that's the issue i think but when you try and explain that to your children not maybe not so much now because they are a lot older but when they were younger and you were trying to say to them well you know i need to go to work because you've got to sell solar bodies and you know try and explain they don't get it they don't get it. So you, there, there was a lot of guilt there, and especially like in the half terms, mm. and that's when, um, you know, we would always say that we would have April half term, and we would spend it with the kids. Yeah, that 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 stopped about three years ago. We just haven't been able to do it now. Um, but like I say, the kids are older. My youngest is coming up thirteen, so he knows now. You yeah. know, I have to go to work. And since well, this week is the latest we've ever worked. Um, but we've had no choice, and they get it. They understand, which always makes life a little bit easier. But it doesn't take away that that hint of guilt that's there. No. But yeah, we've got two types of babies. We've got those of the human kind and that of the business kind. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we need to give them give them equal attention. It's Definitely. hard. <laughs> yeah. And and that's that thing about you know people talk about work life balance, which is quite a myth, isn't it? It's about I always say it's trying to be present in the moment in whatever you're doing. So if I'm with the wife and daughters, then want to be giving them all the attention from doing mm-hmm. something else that I love in life doing that and if I'm with the business I need to be there and I need to be present but you know that again it's not an easy thing to achieve is it and it's I think it's made even worse with the fact that we now have emails on our phone mm-hmm. and you know we can have all these apps to do the business on our phone yeah and um, it's the it never leaves you and I think that's the difficult thing and um, I think that's when you need to go I'm leaving my phone at home yeah. and going for a walk you know or, or whatever people enjoy doing and mm-hmm. I, because it's so easy to just get on, on to yeah. so the emails i say this to kelly all mm. the time she, the she's, a, yeah, she's a bugger for it she is she'll go home the kids will be settled they would have eaten their tea and she she's like oh a, a lady has said and i'm like stop just stop <laughs> just breathe <laughs> just stop and then it gets to the point now where I just won't reply to her messages anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> okay. stop, gal. Just, you know, I'll go and sit in your garden with the dog or something. Put your phone down. She is the world's worst. But again, people are wired differently. You know, people mm. are wired differently. And I go home, I like to hit a point where I do say, right, I'm going to watch a film now and I'm switching off. Um, but you, you enjoy doing it. So, yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, I think I just uh, enjoy doing it because I just know that sometimes it just affects my next day. <laughs> okay, you've never said that before. <laughs> Self-preservation, Kelly, is that what it's yeah. about? Really? That's very a good honest. One. Yeah, very yeah. honest responses. So, obviously, Soda Buddy's going through strength to strength right now. You know, what's next? Where would you like to see the business over the next few years? Uh, well, I, I'm excited to say that hopefully we're launching a new product soon. Yeah. We can't tell you what it is just yet, oh, though, okay. but yes, that's Secret really squirrel. excited. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. really, really excited about this. So hopefully that's going to go well. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I don't like to set these types of goals of in you know five years I want to be X, Y, and Z because I just think it takes away the here and now that you're living in. Enjoy or try, you know. It's it's good stress, and that's why I'm telling my body, yeah, it's good stress. It's good stress. Enjoy what you're doing now, because if you enjoy what you're doing now, surely it will help you build what you're hoping for yeah. in three, four years' time. But I don't like, I never have set goals in that way now. I think we can see where it's actually going and, you know, to work on what we're dealing with right now is the main focus without, you know, looking too far, too far ahead. Mm. What will happen will happen and we'll you know, work and live in that <laughs> when, it uh, when it comes, you know, is when things start going wrong is when you can start looking at what that future sort of looks like, you know, when things can change. But at this precise moment, you know, we're working through the good. So, yeah, you know, enjoy the good moments that, yeah. and embrace the momentum and yeah, and, and make that that work mm. and succeed. And that word success is, is how I always end the podcast. So I'm going to ask you as individuals, What's your own personal definition of success? So, Laura, Kelly, which one of you wants to go first? Oh, my God. Um, not very good at stuff like this, to be honest, because we're very, um, what, what is the word? Uh, we don't really gloat that much about any of our successes. We almost sort of just go, oh, well, that happens. <laughs> well done. Oh, well done. Oh, well, that happens again. Oh, well done. And, you know, it's, it's very it's very hard. And, you know, I think we are, you know, the success for us is that knowing that we've made it into what we have right now. Um, and I'm happy with that you know if it all went tomorrow what a story my grandkids still have you know because I'm sure that they'll always remember that you know solar buddies happened <laughs> you know so I'm happy with that you know success right now so yeah I, th I think success for me is the fact that we've done quite a few things out of the norm for women um so the whole manufacturing, inventing, patent, you know, we have a patent, not many women do. I quite like that side of it. I quite like the fact that we jumped into this feet first and just thought, well, let's see where it takes us. Let's see, you know, what happens. Um, and yeah, we ended up doing totally the opposite that we just first decided. So when we did it, we were like, no, we'll sell the idea um, and we'll just live off the royalties. And then it was like, nah, we don't want to do that. But we'll, we'll go into manufacturing, which is usually a very male-dominated um, industry. But no, we decided we'd do it, and we did. And we've been absolutely fine, and it's been brilliant. And then we had a patent. Again, not, not many women get granted patents in their own right. Um, so that, to me, is what success is. We've done a lot of stuff out of the norm, um, and we've never let it bother us. And like Kelly said, we are very good at going... Oh, well done. Work tomorrow. <laughs> even, even when it came down to Dragon's Den, literally that was a moment of, oh, well done, Cal. Oh, well done, Norm. And that, that was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Should we get back in the car and go home now? <laughs> yeah, honestly, that, that, we just jumped on the train and, and came back to work the next day. Honestly, it was almost forgotten about pretty much straight away. But I love that about us. Yeah. I love that we are still grounded enough to be able to be like that. I, I would hate for any of us to turn into 
somebody that does have ego and does go, do you know who I am? You know, do you know what I've done with my life? Oh, mate, seriously, we're, we're not, we're not those types of people. And yeah, and I think that's what makes us great people. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I've loved having you both on the podcast. I've loved the humility in which you've both spoken, the that kind of growth mindset, that passion for what you do, that desire, you know, to put your kind of the friendship alongside the business, to have fun and the smiles and the laughs, even during the course of this conversation has been fantastic. If if we just perhaps repeat if people want to know more about you, more about where the product is, you know, where can they go? They could go to our website, which is www.solarreadies.co.uk. Perfect. Laura, Kelly, thank you for being great guests on the Evolve to Succeed podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. My hope with every episode is that you've learned something new or heard something that challenged your way of thinking and further motivated you on your path towards becoming a more knowledgeable, informed and inspired individual and business leader. If you enjoyed this episode, then please help us by rating, reviewing and subscribing. We really value your feedback and would love to have you along for future episodes. And please don't forget to learn more about Evolve by going to evolvemembers.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week.